0: Welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through traffic by any means necessary. Qasem Aslam, we have officially changed our perpetual traffic.
1: Tagline How do you feel about it? I feel great. I feel like we need to be solution agnostic. There's no reason to be committed, Ralph. We, that's the thing about marketers, too, is we're transient people. Like we're, we lack all semblance of loyalty. I'm married to one thing,
0: my wife, and that's it. Mm. Everything else, I can divorce freely, pretty much. Yeah. Paid traffic. Today, we're actually going to be talking about real estate. Like, I don't think we've had a real estate person on this show, maybe in the history of the entire show. So This is a monumental episode and pretty excited to be able to talk about this because everyone's talking about AI right now, which is all well and good. Everybody claims to be an expert. As By the way, I think it was four or five episodes ago, we touted you, we christened you as the world's authority on AI. Do you still feel that same way?
1: I do. I feel like I'm as qualified as all the other world authorities. Yeah, I think I've done just as much work as they have, Ralph. You can't scroll your newsfeed now, especially for us. It's Like, everybody – I saw a
0: video by Billie Jean yesterday talking about AI. I'm like, when Billie Jean is doing it, we've jumped the shark.
1: Yeah. Really. You know what's funny is that was a great video. His hook was, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, you are one of the best marketers who's ever worked. That's – what a great way. And then he's all, you're going to be replaced no matter what. Yeah. 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 I will say there's a guy I want to give a shout-out to. I've been watching his YouTube videos. He only has 9,000 subscribers, so he's an up-and-comer. He was introduced to me by a member of my team, Glenn. And mm. he's got a YouTube channel called AI Explained. It's AI-Explained. He's a tutor. He's an English and math tutor turned like AI student. And he's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And again, his videos, like they're not getting a ton of views, 12,000 views, 6,000 views, 2,500 views. But nobody that I've seen on YouTube has approached AI from this honest of a perspective, and I think it comes from the fact that he's a tutor. You feel like you're just listening to somebody who's like tutoring you on what he's been able to figure out so far. For, so for those of you, if you feel like the noise is too much to cut through, I don't know this cat's name. I'm not an affiliate, but I'm a pretty big fan of the way that he's taught so far. AI-explained. Can you be an
0: affiliate for a YouTube channel?
1: I should be an affiliate for YouTube in general. I think was much work as I pushed to YouTube.
0: I think I should be an affiliate for Google just in general. God knows we spend enough money with them and Facebook. Yeah. Why not YouTube too? What the yeah. hell?
1: The scam on Google would be, it would be proxying spend. I've thought a lot about this. I get three uh, points on my Capital One card. Hmm. And if I could, and dude, I have an insane amount of points. For a while there, we were spending our money in Google and then invoicing the clients. Right. And I was getting those three points. The issue with that is the day the client doesn't pay you, you're now stuck holding the screwed. bag. So if there's a way to like pre-pad the coffers or whatever, that would be a good little business. That
0: would be pretty good. And then you could say, yeah, I'm a hundred million dollar company. When in fact, you're really not. Yeah. Right. Whatever your percentage off that is. It's usually the first question that people ask. Do you guys like front spend? I love the points. Right. points would be good or cash back in your case. Pretty excited here because if you're a real estate agent, you're going to be making some cash back on this, this guest for perpetual traffic. None other than Og Erwall. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah.
1: you nailed it, Ralph. <laughs> I think he should work at border patrol. Uh, <laughs> our wall. That's Custom. right.
0: And you need the pauses in order to say his name because yeah. I know that yeah. coming from Thailand for two weeks where I couldn't pronounce anything, but I can pronounce his name Agrawal. Agarwal. There you go. Yeah. I just did it. So Sanik, gra- <laughs> congratulations for making it making it past the security guards here at Perpetual Traffic <laughs> and making it on the show. And uh, do you have a nugget for us as a real estate guy? which with a sorted past, which we'll get into in just a second or two, but a nugget for the viewer here on anything that you think is really cool that you're using right now that's working well to help your business.
2: I'm going to just be really simple and talk about how important it is to be consistent, but just your organic every day, put some kind of message out that provides value to the marketplace. And like those things compound. And if you do that every day, before even thinking about spending any money, I promise you, you will get results. But
1: commitment the first step. How long do you need to do that every day until you start seeing some of those results? What's the front end cost? The hard cost is just time, right? And I, yeah. you could
2: do five minutes a day. But, man, I'm trying to really think of when it really tipped over. I feel like it was maybe two months of a reel every day every single day and then my and then my that. follower count went from like 12,000 to 50. I had that AI video go viral it's not like I made that video to go viral I just filmed everything and released everything every single day and then one just hit um, three platforms right
1: yeah for us on YouTube it was 90 days we shot a video every day for 90 days and on day 91 like it was built into the system all of a sudden we started getting recommended so that two to three month time frame i've seen that too yeah
2: for me it's always been it's been my creator instagram page and my creator facebook page i just did another facebook page that i'm gonna try it from for personal brand outside of my organic i'll let you know how that goes we're posting to it every day starting yesterday
1: yeah, we'll so, post links to Sunit's social profiles in the description, in the show notes. It's worth checking them out. Because, dude, your social content, that's actually the very first thing that made me want to have you on the show, is you crush social. And the thing that I like about yours is, and hopefully this doesn't come across as a backhanded compliment, it feels it feels so authentic. It doesn't feel overproduced. I don't feel like you're trying so hard to make the lighting perfect, this perfect, that perfect. It's like you talking about real shit, and I feel like I'm talking to my buddy, just we're on a zoom together and the content is always amazing. So that's the thing that I think really helps people connect with you too.
2: I'm glad that you think it's authentic, even when we do put a little bit of effort into the production, not a lot, a little bit. And it's taken, it's taken a while to get there custom, because at first Mm. it was all scripted and the lift wasn't there. So I think we finally figured out the cadence and what we need to do to produce massive amounts of content because we also there's three other uh, channels brands costume that i guarantee that you don't see that have content going on them every day
0: too when you say post it on your socials it's instagram facebook linkedin do you choose which ones
2: everything that we can we hit tiktok youtube facebook organic facebook page instagram my youtube has never been great to, to be honest, I don't know. Dude. We did long form every day for 120 days a couple years ago, costume, and we didn't get shit. But it was all real it's estate. A tough industry, though. Yeah, that's the problem. So saturated. So mm-hmm. we still produce a post there every day, but those are the main ones that I look at. I'm doing a Twitter strategy right now with ChatGPT that I'm looking to have some of my team implement to see how that goes. But everything that I can right from my phone that I go on, I don't do Snapchat, but all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Everything from your phone. So we're going to be getting into exactly how Sunit drives traffic to grow his business through AI. Oddly enough, as a means in which to do it. But we're also going to be talking all things real estate here right after this quick break.
2: You're listening to Perpetual Traffic.
0: Was your Black Friday cyber money not quite as great as you wanted it to be? Did you feel like you were leaving money on the table? You knew you could have made more sales, but you just didn't know where that money was lying on the table. Well, it's probably because you have some blind spots in your business. We here at Perpetual Traffic want to make 2024 your best year ever. And now is the time to plan for it and set yourself up for 2024. It is not after the first of the year because by the time you actually start doing your planning after January 1st, you've already missed a month. So get that planning done now and do it on us we are giving away 10 free audits which goes through all of your ad platforms all the platforms that you're spending money on right now or maybe the ones that you're maybe not spending money on but we feel that there is a great opportunity for you to spend and scale and grow we'll also look at everything after the click for your cro your conversion architecture as we call it we will even analyze your email sequences and most importantly we'll look at your data how you're actually capturing visitors information and how it's tracking all the way to your CRM or whatever your source of truth is. And we do this through a comprehensive audit where we rate each section of your customer acquisition path, give you a rating and then give some recommendations as to what you should do in order to have 2024 be the best year ever. Now, we're only going to offer this for 10 lucky businesses in the month of December. Okay, that's it. That's the only capacity that we have. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash audit. Fill out the form and let's make
1: 2024 the best year ever. Welcome back to Perpetual Traffic. We're here with my buddy Sunit, who incidentally is the number one or number two realtor in the state of California realty sales team in the state of California, depending on who's reporting the numbers. Sunit, did I get that right? We were number one in 2020,
2: and then we were ranked number two in 21, and 22 will be released this year. Okay. <laughs> By the Wall and Street I'm sorry, Journal, what I and want it's to... not some crap that you can buy, because there's lots of awards you can buy in real estate. This is a real- yeah. so the Wall Street
1: Journal it's... says that you're number one and or number two. Yeah. So it's not like Sunit's mom's blogspot.com. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want people to know, we didn't go and get like the first realtor whose name is on a bus stop. We got the guy, and dude, the state of California is what is the eighth largest economy in the world, right? I thought it was the fifth. The fifth largest economy in the world. I don't know. I didn't go to college. I mean, that's massive. That's massive. What I want to know, though, is, and we talked a little bit about this in the pre-roll, and it was probably the best pre episode discussion we've ever had is you telling us how you got into real estate. Can you give us a sense of that story? Sure.
2: So, a sense of the story. I was early on in the medical cannabis space before it was any kind of regulation outside of like at the local level. Or There was nothing locally either. It was the Wild West. And we worked with the local city government here and Paid a bunch of lawyers a bunch of money, a bunch of lobbyists a bunch of money, and really built the framework for how the city of Sacramento still operates, along with taxes that every dispensary pays the state. And we had a great relationship with the city. The state was whatever. The federal government, during Obama's re-election, wanted to appear tough on crime, right? That's the story that we heard. In order to fight against that, me and three other dispensary owners from the other federal districts in California put a restraining order on the federal government. And it (laughs) was a martyr move in hindsight because it only increased the attention on us. And we were raided and had all of our assets seized by the federal government, never put out. And just by proxy, I had to go out of business, right? Like I was all, I don't have any money or a car our computers. Yeah. So I went out of business and that was a crazy time in my life. Thank goodness that I've had the good fortune to not get in any trouble with the federal government. And this led me into just what else can I hustle? And I can hustle houses, right? Got into real
1: estate. Yeah. And you've been in real estate for eight eight years. years.
2: And yeah, my sixth year in, I think my ninth
1: year anniversary is like next week, actually.
2: Six years into real estate, I was already on stages, and that's when we were—we sold, my sales organization sold the most houses
1: in the state of California. Dude, that's meteoric. I know people that have been in real estate for 30 years, but hustling hard, that haven't done anywhere near I've that. I've smashed everybody out there constant. Yeah. Well, how do you do it? So what's the trick? Specifically from a traffic perspective, everybody's listening. They want to know how you get the visibility, yes. how you earn the trust. Give us all the secret sauce. Let me tell everybody that this is a completely relevant traffic story. Because
2: I came into real estate. and said, call the people in the neighborhood to call your aunts and shit, see if they want to sell. I said, that sells really hard. I want to buy some leads. So I went on this lead-buying journey, and as you're on this lead-buying journey, you want to create your own leads and save money or find the best cost. So you learn more about that. So my team was able to grow so much because I became an expert at leads and lead conversion and lead generation and like lead nurturing. And that was really like the first stages I got on for real estate. We're talking about that two years in like two years as a realtor—it's relevant, man. That's traffic, right? And then that led in. Into-
1: Dude, I'd say you're more of a marketer than you are a real estate guy. Percent, yeah.
2: And now, like now, being in real estate space and dominating, I have—I of course want to spread that message out. And been getting really into the coaching and consulting space, and had had great opportunities and hitting. All the stages. I hit double the stages I wanted to hit last year and just continuing on
1: with traffic to
2: get everything.
1: What's your favorite traffic source right now?
2: Dude, I like my organic Facebook page, man. That shit crushes for me. It crushes. That's like your email list. Like those people love me. They'll like a Mm. picture of my daughter in a karate outfit. They'll click on a link to attend some kind of Zoom that puts them into something. Right. And that's the captive audience for me. And I know that they are full of my avatar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you've cracked the code on AI more than anybody I know. Like you're actually using it in your business day to day. You're not just like a guru. You're using it functionally first and then showing people how to use it. Did I get that right? Yeah.
2: Like we started with Jasper when it first came out because here's my approach to real estate marketing I want to sell every house and I want every agent in the area to work for me. Easy. I just want 100%, right? The easiest way, the one of the ways to go there is just your impact and your value to the marketplace, right? I want to be omnipresent. I want every consumer to think of me. I want every agent to think of me. 100%. Omnipresence. I got billboards on the side of the freeway, right? I retarget the hell out of everybody. And I run ads that like i'm pretty everyone that sees me says damn Sunit i see you everywhere (laughs) every person here in sacramento people saw me at the gym i see you on instagram people saw me on the flight i see your billboard content marketing is a big way to do that content marketing is also very hard to do organically just what are you going to talk about especially me being a hack so we got into jasper early on and we i'm a full hack i guess now i know what i'm talking about after years of being a hack but
1: I, i still feel like a hack it's funny how that sort of have that transition happens where all of a sudden you're like, man, I actually know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying now. Exactly. Every entrepreneur goes through that to where you're just faking it till you make it. And then one day you wake up and you and you hear yourself talking. And you're like, there's some confidence here. <laughs> exactly. I should take some of my own advice. I
2: know, right? And just we started using Jasper to help us come up with content ideas. And so we've been using it
1: for over two years. Has it been out that long? It's been out for a minute, yeah. Yeah, then of course. Yeah, that's when it was called Jarvis, right? Yeah. Before they got sued Marvel? Yeah, before they got sued by
0: Marvel, yeah. Marvel by like Iron Man. So how do you use it, though? And this is always the question. Is You have an idea, you have a seed idea, correct? Just tell us like how you would use it if you were starting today or how you're using it right now after using it for quite some time
2: to create your content. This is what I used to do. And this is why that video went viral is I would go on YouTube, go on Instagram, see what the other people are talking about, get that, get the script out of there. Put it into Jarvis and tell it to rewrite it. Ta-da! And then you have...
1: Dude, that is... I, so I saw that. I posted that <laughs> video to the Driven Masterminds because so I was like, this is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I want to repeat it for our listeners. Here's what you do. You go to your competitors... You find their highest performing videos, capture the transcript, which, by the way, there's a bunch of AI tools that will give you the transcripts, too, or summarize. You don't even
2: need to anymore. You can just pull it right from YouTube. Just download the transcript from YouTube. Dude, I didn't Rare know YouTube not. makes
1: transcripts available. Do they really? Yeah. I didn't know that either until that post came out. But, yes, go ahead. Yeah, so you pull the transcript, you drop it into Jarvis, and then you say, give me this, but different and better. And now you have your own version of that exact content, and then you and then what do you do? You so you got a blog, basically. What do you do with the blog? Where do you go with it?
2: And I've talked to you about this is in my whole traffic journey. I never focused on. You guys are gonna love this. Google, because I never knew shit about it. I was always a, like Facebook, Instagram guy. I was always like, and then buy other leads in the real estate space. So my 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 SEO. We have a lot of content now on on those pages a lot. We used to do a long form video every day, 7 days a week, but none of it was really optimized for SEO. So now we're going backwards and fixing that. So we have a blog with a lot of traffic, with a lot of not tra- with a lot of value. So if we drive people there from Zillow, then we're creating great value there, right? Now, I'm really working backwards on fixing that website. I have some people I'm working at, but I drive my billboard traffic to my real estate blog site. So however I can get people there.
1: Dude, that's brilliant. You drive your billboard traffic to your real estate blog site. So it's not a conversion page. It's not a squeeze page. You're driving them to content.
2: There's different buttons on there. You probably wouldn't like it, but it's not like a one page site a robust real estate site.
1: No, that's why I like it. Here's the mistake everybody makes. Everybody drives people straight to the bottom of the funnel. It never in the history of consumer buying behavior has a human being, back when cavemen were trading spears, never has a person started at the bottom of the funnel. That's why there's a top of the funnel. And so when you put people in the position to self-select what they're interested in, And then to get a little more sophisticated, you remarket according to those interests, which isn't hard. It's tedious. You're marketing in a silo now. Now they're in your funnel. Smart. Yeah, well, that's what you're doing, dude. It's brilliant. And you've been doing this for two years. Yeah.
2: Dude, we have a lot of content out there, a lot, on every platform under multiple different brands. Right? Multiple.
1: And is it all AI-generated?
2: Majority Is that the genesis of all of it? Yeah. all First with Jasper and now it's so easy. Everyone out there, I hope your whole audience
1: has opened up chat. Dude, I, I bet you 20% that. of people have, I bet you, if you're, I, I bet you, if you're one of the 80% of people that hasn't opened up chat GPT and just played with it, you're doing yourself such a massive disservice. You got to just go poke around. You guys, I wrote a course from inception
2: to all the marketing, bullets, landing page copy, all of it,
1: yesterday morning. How long did it take you start to finish?
2: I got up and hit my vape outside and got a <laughs> cup of coffee. And maybe took a Zoom and looked at Instagram for too long, so maybe three hours.
1: Yeah. That would have taken you how long without it?
2: Oh, dude, I never would have got it done.
1: It's weeks worth of work.
2: I, never. It's like you are cutting down like the production time to something manageable. You know how it is. Like You just wrote a book.
1: You know how much it frustrates me to have written a damn book and then AI comes out?
2: <laughs> I got my book and I'm writing it with GPT right now and sending it to my writer in South friggin Africa who's incredible.
1: And I'm going to have a book in a month. Yeah, that's the editor's the key there, too. We're going to have Morgan from Driven. Morgan just McDonald. She's going to hop on and give it. So she for, knows her stuff, yeah. Yeah, the PT listener, don't worry. We've got somebody coming that's going to knock the book thing out of the park.
2: I'm definitely going to work with her once I get all the copy done. But yeah. oh, she's amazing. Oh, absolutely. But with the AI, like, we've used it for so long. As soon as I think we were on a Driven call, I said, screw it. Let me just do an AI course real quick. And we did. And we had 900 people in the real estate space join the webinar, which is a lot. Our conversion was about where it should be. And we had a big course, four-week course. And it was really good. And I'm seeing the participants of the course actually change their business from what we taught them. And it's really basic. Make some piece of content every single day. It doesn't have to be a video. That's my whole focus, man. It's just that's the only way to get your personal brand out. That's the only way to be considered a thought leader, especially as a realtor in your local area. You have to be considered the thought leader. You have to be omnipresent. And that's like my whole focus in any space that I'm in is I want to be seen as a thought leader. And the way you're going to do that is the content marketing. And the way that you're going to be able to effectively content market is use the out of chat GPT, right? <laughs>
1: And that's the other piece too. So like from a thought leadership perspective, how deep are you diving? Are you like, these are the builders, this is the commute path, this is the direct, like where are you going from a real estate perspective?
2: My marketing guy does it from the real estate. I'm always focused on coaching leads and Mm. being considered a thought leader for the recruiting because I know one house is only going to make me a couple bucks. A hundred agents is going to make me a couple bucks times a hundred, right? So my focus in my real estate space is to have all the agents by proxy, recruiting. if you have all the agents cost them, then they're going to sell all the houses.
1: That's brilliant. Right. Yeah, that's, so, I think that's worth meditating on too. No matter what business you're in, lifting yourself out of the competitive ecosystem of that business and instead becoming the hub to the spokes, you can do that with a lot of things.
2: I don't know who my competition is for selling houses. I don't give a shit. Right, I want every agent in this market to work for me at some capacity. And the way to get there is through thought leadership. It's not through spending money on traffic. What are you going to do, blast everybody harder than I already am? Right. What do you think?
0: So there are, what, 3 million plus real, like real estate agents have real estate licenses in the U.S. And the average income is... $12, About 25, 30 grand, something like that yeah. like, yeah, on average. Obviously you have a very large stretch between the two, but so many, I like, don't get this right. In fact, my next door neighbor is a real estate agent. She does well. My sister-in-law is a real estate agent. She does pretty well, but neither one of them like do a lot on their socials. Listen, like, like- where do real estate agents go wrong? Like where do they both do well, but their presence is not like your presence. Is it just that simple? Like just put something out that's helpful, useful?
2: Let me tell you where so many agents get hung up is they're on social media and they scroll on their feed and all they see is realtors posting stupid stuff that's super annoying. That's what the typical agents, that's their big hesitation when it comes to posting is they say, that's all I see. And I tell them, look, you're the one that's friends with all the realtors. Your typical consumer knows like two or three. So, that fear of being somebody else in the feed should go away, right off the top. And now, yes. Got it. Like, post-value, how do you find out what's valuable? Go into chat GPT and write, what do consumers think is valuable from a real estate agent?
0: How much is your house worth? That's what everybody, like, that's all they can think of. That's like, how, how do yes. you get...
2: And that's that's, it. that's all I see is these is the typical lead magnets in real estate lead gen are a list of houses for buyers and how much is your house worth for our sellers. And if you try to do anything with those, especially with the sellers and even buyers, like you can't compete with Zillow and realtor.com. They're smashing you. So what else can you create at a hyper local level that they can't? Right, or what other kind of lead magnets can you create that they don't have? And people never see past this. I'm a look, create a buying guide, create a neighborhood guide, create I have a list of all these lead magnets, probably right here, but fall buying guide or how to fix your credit or things a house selling checklist. It's on and on. They're all in my course, by the way, if you guys want the details on that. But uh, it's, enough. but if you create that those are lead magnets that I even think are organically will get people into the funnel. Besides that, how do you provide value to the marketplace as a realtor? Write a, Write an article. Have ChatGPT write an article about local stuff, restaurants, events, parks, sites, and people see value in that. Bed. And the big companies won't be able to, to, to compete.
0: So most of the stuff that I see on your blog, on your, we'll leave links in the show notes for this, is advice to other real estate agents, which obviously you have a vested interest in that because it sounds like you have courses that you sell to real estate agents. So if I look at your stuff right now, a lot of it is related to that. But taking that aside, if if a real estate agent is listening to this show here and is like, all I want is, I want more listings. Like all I want is more co-broke opportunities. All I want is... Like, how do, is it just that simple? Pick a location, pick a geolocation. I know you're in Sacramento, obviously, pretty big metropolitan area. But like for Sagamore Beach, I live in Sagamore Beach. So there's probably five real estate agents here. They're all competing against each other and they all do the same thing. Look at this lovely four-bedroom over on Williston Avenue. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Like I know that house is for sale, but like i'm not in the market to buy so i look at it as a marketer i'm like this is no value to me like where do you start there how do you differentiate us?
2: so go to my real estate site ralph it's sell 916.com we have several websites actually but this is the one that we spend the most energy on sell now 916.com and it'll show you some of the blogs that we are posting right now as well let me see what we've done recently like here's something create a neighborhood guide for every neighborhood that you serve make mm, that okay. have chat gpt write it with your input don't just copy and paste from chat gpt but have it give you the framework and the stats right if you go to our blog on this page and I'm going cuz
1: nuts can I just I'm going to interrupt you real quick cuz this is un believable to me so I live in Scottsdale Ranch in Scottsdale Arizona it's a cool community it's built on a man made lake it's got all these features i just typed in right now to chat gpt create a neighborhood guide for scottsdale ranch and oh my God, like what it knows about this little teeny tiny community. Scottsdale Ranch is a beautiful well-established neighborhood located in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's situated over 1,100 acres and features a mix of single-family homes, townhomes, and condos. Yeah. Here are some of the top things to do. They've got the Scottsdale Ranch Park and Tennis Center, this 42-acre park. Features it, blah, 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 blah. Go from McDowell Mountain Sonora Preserve. Enjoy the water. Lake Serena is a man-made lake. Dine in and out. Like, it, it, dude, shop at the Mercado. Relax at the spa. Play golf. I am shocked that it was able to access that much information about my little teeny tiny shit pot like nobody knows about and you could and it took me seven seconds and i could take every community in scottsdale and i could have more content on scottsdale than any other realtor on the planet and if i'm packaging it well and i'm making myself visible enough i just became the global authority on scottsdale realty in a day yes
2: you could write a blog about best elementary schools in scottsdale ranch best middle schools in scottsdale ranch best high schools in scottsdale ranch best trade schools best preschools that's like the so having that content, I think is great value as far as having it rank. That's where I look to you guys. But you could have that value and have it out in the market, whether or not it ranks. You're creating value for somebody. And this right? is such a great
1: right. Instagram like carousel slider. I just typed in "What are the best elementary schools near Scottsdale Ranch," and it says there are several highly rated elementary schools here. They are, and then it gave me six.
2: Have a uh, right one in one carousel of them is her school. Say, write me a carousel about the best schools of Scottsdale Ranch, will write it. <laughs> write
1: me
0: a... I think we're getting it here. We're going to leave links in the show notes here as well. And you do this on all featured communities inside Sacramento. Obviously, Sacramento is big, but people really don't necessarily search by city. They search by neighborhood a bit, and... Let's get into that strategy. Maybe we've even cracked the code a little bit on that with AI. Let the the dogs out here right after this quick break. (laughs) You know why most agencies fail in the first 30 days? Well, they don't do the work beforehand. And they realize once they start managing ad accounts, and doing all the things that working alongside businesses like yours in order to get you the results that you want, they waste a whole lot of time in the first 30, 60, 90 days. And they're fumbling around in the dark. That's because they have not used what we do over at Tier 11, what we refer to as the strategic growth plan. Now, a strategic growth plan is a deep dive into what has gone on inside your ad accounts and your business with all the important financial metrics that you need in order to scale and grow. We analyze all that, come up with a plan that's 30, 60, 90 days out, and then we use that as our game plan once we start actively managing ads, once we start doing our creative research, once we start doing all our after the click extensive tracking on dev, but the plan is the key. And if you have an agency that is failing you right now, it's probably cause they don't have a plan. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So get your strategic growth plan over at tier11.com, hit the big pink button, fill out the application, And we'll be in touch with you on how we can help you scale and grow your business through getting more customers and increasing their lifetime value. That's all we do at Tier 11. Head on over to tier11.com. Get your growth plan today. All right. So we are back and uh, we're talking real estate leads, buyers, sellers. If you're a real estate agent, this is definitely the show. If you're not using ChatGPT, we just did our search for Cosm's Neighborhood on helpful, useful content to be able to be created for specific neighborhoods. And correct me if I'm wrong, like you're covering Sacramento, obviously. It's a big municipality. But really people buy in neighborhoods and like subsections of towns. Like, for example, I live in the town of Bourne here in Cape Cod. There's I think there's 14 villages. But then inside each one of those villages, there's individual neighborhoods. Like, how do you, if you are really going to be specializing, and like I said, there's Sagamore Beach Realtors, there's Borndale Realtors, there's all these, if you really want to specialize and niche down, like how would you do it with content? Is it just that simple? Talking about what we talked about before using ChatGPT, is there more to it? Create buying guides, create lead magnets. How would you go about doing it if you're just starting?
2: If you were in just one community, if I wanted to focus on one community, it's been a while since I've done that because I want to. I want full market domination, but I would really get the hyper localness is going to help, like you said, for what people are looking for. So talk about the best how to in every single place and get those lists and get those get that content out, get it made, get it shared, make it organic, post it on your social, film videos like we. There was a while. We would create a script with chat GPT. We would make a video. Then we'd run the script back through and have it be a blog. And we would just double up the content that we were making, just simple stuff like that. And if you were just the local guy, just the consistency of the action is how you win. It doesn't even need to be fancy. Mm -hmm. Create and share only to provide value to
1: the marketplace. And the way to do this and personalize it is use Chat GPT for ideation, but then it's you in the video, so it's and you're going to put it in your own words. And the other thing that I want to do is I want to zoom out here for our listener. If you're not in real estate, this still applies. Like I just I'm right. a Google Ads agency, so I went to Chat GPT and said, "What are Google Ad best practices for veterinarians?" And it gave me Google Ads best practices just for veterinarians. I could do a Google Ad how-to guide for literally every industry in the world, and I could probably do that in a weekend because of how quick this thing helps with ideation. So no matter what industry you're in, what your product or service, this concept of niching down from a content perspective and providing hyper value on a per niche basis, this is the way you establish authority. And that's a hard thing to compete with. I know ChatGPT makes it easier, but once you've built this library of content, dude, it'd be impossible for somebody to catch up to you at this point, I have to imagine
2: absolutely on the coaching space and the real estate content space and we came up really fast. I was like 2 3 years ago my content game was weak. And I said I told my coach I'm going to crush everybody's content. This is how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and now I'm on stage just talking about content. Now I'm doing courses talking about content. Right? So this application and the consistency for the listeners that is everything. Mm-hmm. Do the damn hard boring stuff Mm -hmm. mm-hmm it's just a video
0: would you do a video like a lot of people are not good on video so there's apps you can use like the teleprompter for video app like that kind of thing would you use stuff like that if you were a little bit on the reluctant side to be in front of the camera or obviously you've been doing this a while now would you even recommend that kind of stuff because I I think as a real estate agent, a real estate agent thinks all right, well I'll post something or I'll put something on my blog and then I'll never get ranked in Google for it. Like I just did Fair Oaks Homes for Sale off your real estate blog and it's it doesn't rank anywhere. Like it's I'm on I'm still scrolling. But I'll guarantee you, I was scrolling a while there. But I'll guarantee you, if you post that on Instagram or or Facebook, you're going to be getting more play as long as there's a personalization to it. Don't worry about the rankings because you are ranking. It, it, It seems fairly hard to get a real estate blog to rank for SEO, but that's not the point here. Although yeah, I'm sure you would love it if you could. We'll definitely hook you up with Michael Cottom, who was on the show a few <laughs> weeks ago. But the point is, is it just that? Should you script it out? Should you like, what's the form of content? Dude,
2: great question. And let me tell you exactly what we do now. I show up once a month. The teleprompter is ready to go. We do one take and I read all the content for the real estate specific stuff. And I leave.
1: Once a month for how long? A couple hours. Two hours.
2: I don't even look at the script anymore. However, if I was starting out, get your scripts. You guys want ideas for scripts? Go to sellnow916.com and just copy mine for your local market. You're welcome. Right? Go to shineagriwal.com and just copy mine. Run them through Chat GPT. Right? Get the Padcaster app on your cell phone. 99 bucks on Amazon. Man, I need an affiliate on that stuff. Dude. I've been selling the hell out
1: of it. But, There's uh, so many tools mm. like that. I'm like, I've made you so rich. I have put you on the map <laughs> and you owe me.
2: And just read and go. Send to a VA to do the editing and deploy. That's the one thing about the Chat GPT is it's cut down massively on the creativity, that lift, and it allows you to deploy 10 times faster this AI, man. Like we were talking about writing courses or email structures like... There's no reason to not produce.
1: What other AI tools are you using? Is it really just ChatGPT, or do you have some favorites?
2: I just used. To. We have. I've tried making ad creatives with MidJourney, and I don't like any of the outputs. So I think a stupid picture of my face would normally do better than some MidJourney created something.
1: Have you tried uploading your image into MidJourney and asking it to modify? Okay. Yes, I don't like it. Yeah, I dude. I so to be frank and egg on my face, I've played with Midjourney a ton because it, it's addicting. I haven't used it for anything functional at all. I haven't even tried. I've
2: tried. I've put money behind it. And we tried like me and my daughter sat there, take a bunch of pictures of her on Christmas and kept on uploading them in, and all of them
0: were like crap. Yeah, um, yeah. I found that to be the case.
2: Pictory.ai, I like for like little filler videos where you can take a script from Chat GPT load it into pictory.ai, and it'll make a video. How do you spell pictory? Is that P-I-C-T-O-R-Y? Is that the right word? Yeah,
0: I got it here. As in like victory.
2: Yeah. But here's the thing is those videos are cool, but they're not really exciting. I guess you'd have to do a lot of jump cuts in that to make it exciting.
1: That's in the pipe, right? An AI-driven editor that can just take every Alex Hormozzi video ever made and learn what he does. And then you pipe in your raw materials and it just does that. That's two weeks away. Yeah, you're right. This app might actually be it.
2: Really? I like originality.ai to just make sure that the content is original. It's AI detection software. It was that's, cool. That's Where can people it.
1: get your course, eat, like the course that you're selling? Is that <laughs> available publicly?
2: AI Powered Agent.
1: Hector.
0: Yeah.
2: Hector scraps out of that.
0: <laughs> Hector. Hector. Start that over again.
2: AIPoweredAgent.com is our website for the course right now. We had version one. Version two launches next week, which is... The middle of March, not sure when this comes out, but it will be available for recordings to purchase. And it's really just my step-by-step framework on how I'm able to achieve market dominance and omnipresence in my marketplace using ChatGPT. Down to writing a copy for Facebook ads to high-converting
0: emails to recruits. To we'll leave links in all the show notes here. I think a picture is a post is worth a thousand words. If we li- link all the materials that we talk about here on today's show over at perpetualtraffic.com for this episode, I think you'll have a treasure trove if you're a real estate agent. And no excuses, really. There is no excuses at this point. Dude, you make money. Stuff. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you yes. are doing it, especially in I your space. It. And this is totally cutting edge. So if you were doing just anything non-AI manually, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. And it can just be done by an investment in time. And you go into any real estate office, quite honestly, like they're just sitting around twiddling. As $2. a leader of a big real
2: estate organization, I have been pleading with my agents, hundreds and hundreds of agents. To post friggin' pictures of their cat once a day. Every time they walk into a house, take a friggin' picture. I've been begging people to do that for years. But hey, that's why I'll be number one.
0: I guess so. Yeah. What is the reluctance anyway? Is it that, oh, it's the fear of perfection? Like, I can't quite get around. I, I, I used to sort of be that way too. Now we produce like a ton of content.
1: Dude, that's what it is. Yeah. It's vulnerability. There was, mm. I don't know this is going to get real weird real quick, but have you all read uh, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown? No, I've never read any of the books that you've read. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you got to go. Here's the thing too. Is it, it's touchy-feely, Cindy. Like okay, it's going to make you yeah, cry. Right. You're going to need to light some candles, have a bottle of wine ready. Brene Brown, I think is one of the most important voices in self-help. And she wrote this book called Daring Greatly and she calls vulnerability life's great dare. And it's the hardest thing that you can do is to be vulnerable and social mm-hmm. content that performs is vulnerable content you're putting yourself out there even if it's about business you're putting yourself out there and i think people have and they don't phrase it this way they say different things like oh i'm a perfectionist or oh, i'm not ready or i want to wake like, until i can be consistent dude i think doing a podcast even doing a podcast interview doing a youtube channel doing an instagram reel you are so vulnerable you're so out there and do i see it myself i get we have 22,000 subscribers on our youtube channel 21,990 five love me but there's five that say mean stuff to me sometimes and bro like it ruins my weekend like i'm just sitting there obsessing over the fact that anonymous poster 651 says that i my voice is annoying or i look funny or somebody called me effeminate or whatever and it just it ruins my day and I, maybe you're a sociopath if it doesn't so i think that being vulnerable is Man, it's hard, and being vulnerable in a public forum where you can't see the way that people respond, and if people acknowledge that, maybe that alone is enough to put them over the hump just a little bit. Go out there, be vulnerable, take the plunge, produce content, and what you'll find, or what I found, and Sunit, I'm sure what you found, and Ralph, what I know you found, is 99% of people are so supportive. It's just nothing yeah. but great job. Keep going. Love it. This is fire. You're awesome. And a couple of those attaboys, that's what it took for me. I have the sad, pathetic personality trait that really likes attention and validation. And I got it. I got it producing content and helping people out. And flash forward to here's I think where we are. People,
2: too, have so much <clears throat> focus on friggin' vanity metrics that yeah. it just eats them alive. And mm. like they don't understand the true reach our impressions of anything that they do organically to know about the real effect when they're focused on the vanity metrics of likes and comments.
1: Yeah. This is funny, dude, is when people are like, Oh, this only got 30 likes. I'm like, that's 30 humans. That's 30 30 bank accounts, 30 mortgages, 30 families, 30 connections, 30 souls. You know what I mean? 60 moms and dads, probably, I don't know what, 120 children and grandchildren. That's 30 real people. Stop downplaying yourself. I hate that. When I talk to people who just started their YouTube channel, oh, I only got 18 views. How about, man, 18 people watch this. How hard is it to get 18 people in a room at a seminar? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how hard is it to get 18 people in a room to, talk, to listen to you talk about yeah. anything? You got 18 views? That's amazing. Yeah,
0: and real estate agents are, it is personal brand above all oh, else. Yeah. If you're like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there. You are a brand. Mm-hmm. Coldwell Banker is not you. you. They don't buy from Coldwell Banker. They buy from you. So how you are, and you're going to repel as many people as you attract, I always say, but it's not necessarily the case. People will eventually, the algorithm will work to your favor at a certain point. And you got to start somewhere. And I think people are embarrassed when they do start putting themselves out there. And Brene Brown aside, it's like when you get three views... And then all of a sudden it turns to 10 views or 20 views or 72 views. Like we started a TikTok channel six, three months ago, three, four months ago. It's like our first ones are now like 400,000 views we have, but they started as like one, two or three, like nobody know who we are on TikTok. Point is like, you just do it and you do it consistently and... More than once a day, all of a sudden magnifies it even more. I'm just just getting people to do it once a day through what you're saying, Sunit. But once you start to get it, you're like, holy crap, it's a real feedback loop. And most real estate agents are really serving small subsets of communities anyway. So it's even if you reach, isn't that like 100 people? Like that's still a lot.
2: Dude, 100%. You know what I mean? And Uh, Yeah, so so on my organic right now. That's a hard pace sometimes, but
1: Yeah. But dude, if that's, that's what moves pace. the needle. Is, yeah. if that's what moves the needle. Were you there, Sunit, for the talk that Carl White yeah. gave? The Axis of Freedom. Wasn't that fire? Ralph, we got to have Carl on. Bro, it was, it, first of all, this guy apologized, I don't know what, seven Ridable. times for being the most successful guy in the room. Yeah, it was unbelievable. He's like, I know, I'm so sorry that I'm speaking, by the way. But then, like, he tells you what he's accomplished. He's like, bro, you are the wealthiest, most successful human on this call right now. But he walked through the Axis of Freedom, which I, I don't want to steal the thunder of it because I'd love to have him on the show to explain. But what I'll do maybe is tease the ending. And that he helps people identify the thing that makes them the most money. And what he has found is most people spend very little time doing that thing. Oftentimes <laughs> once or twice a month. And so he's, let's go find the thing that makes you the most money. And by the way, most people don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know right out of the gate, but when you meditate on it, you look at your calendar, look at your bank account, look at everything. And then, and you realize the activities that lead to making the most money. Sunil, so nailed it. He's like, I'm in recruiting, dude. And then you, that gets meta. So it's like, all right, well, what gets you the most return on recruiting? And then Sunita's content creation. So Carl helps you walk through this thought process of what makes me the most money. And then he's like, do that every day. And you can cut down 80% of your work. You could have the shortest work day, but the most functional work day, because you're doing the thing that makes you the most money every single damn day. And so if posting three times a day is it, yeah. Is that grueling? Sure. But does that, if that means you don't have to do other stuff? And
2: it's grueling if you're a crybaby, right? Like, use, friggin', like <laughs> use chat GPT. Sit down with your coffee. Just write the post for the day. Like I have, I'm looking at posts right here on the other side of the screen. I got carousels being made by VAs right now to post after this, right? Like Mm -hmm. I got my videos, I have probably a year's worth of video content I could post.
1: That's the other thing is this yields, this gives way to a system. In the beginning, it's grueling and it's hard because you're gonna have to do it all yourself and figure it out and figure out what works for you and how it works. But then as you start to figure out what works, building a system around it, and now I have this writer, this editor, this VA, this designer, and it starts to run without you that's when it really picks up steam. And I think that's true for all things in business. In the beginning, the entrepreneur picks up the boulder, throws it on our back, and we march up the hill. And over time, we start to realize, oh, okay, I take this path in this way, I step this way, I hold it this way, and now I can offload part of this boulder to you. And then slowly but surely, we end up not holding yeah. the boulder. Dude, We have these like four different Monday boards that we use. They're just loaded. Like I can
2: go find something to post on any topic. Long-form, short-form, carousel, photo, anytime.
0: That's badass. Yeah. Just start it. Handcraft it. Systemize it later. Yeah. But at least do it. Start it poorly. I think that's the big yes, one. Yes, great. just
2: start. The consistency and volume so good. will beat quality in the beginning, and you're not going to get quality until you have the consistency and the volume to have that experience. So you have to start. And you have to start making bad shit.
1: So funny. Yep. Dude, I'm looking at your website, by the way. I just want to tell you, I didn't realize how big a badass you were, I think, until right now. I'm on sunitagrawal.com. $1.5 billion sold last year. 97% sold for their asking price. Ranked the number one fastest growing real estate company in America. Ranked number two mega team in California by Wall Street Journal. Not a small publication. Like, bro, you are crushing life. What do you think of that blog site? Was this written by AI? A lot of it, yeah. Stop it, no way.
0: <laughs> I just want to see more videos with the guitars. That's all I that's all I want. I'm sure they're There's out there
2: the time. somewhere. The time.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> right. So, uh, that's right off for, say, Inc. Sure pretty darn good. Once again, where, where can people find you, your real estate agent, especially, or if you want to buy a house and stuff, so, where can they find you?
2: you go to Sunich Um It has links to, you want to buy a house, you want to refinance, you want to do property management, or you want to join my team, you want to read my blog, you want to buy a course. Um, Instagram is also good. And my Instagram name, I always forget it. So I'm going to look at my phone it's sunit underscore agarwal com,
1: And we'll leave links to all that in the show notes if you're listening. Sunit and I have the same problem, which is just too many vowels and not enough consonants. It's hard to figure out. There's a lot of sunits, actually. It's not as There's many a lot of as I've yeah. found. But we will leave... You know what's funny to me yeah. is when people correct me on the pronunciation of my name. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. It happens, I swear to God, at least once a week. I'll, I'll introduce myself. Hi, my name's Kasim. What is it, Kasim? What is it, Kasim? How do you spell it? K-A-S-I-M. Oh, Kasim. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. If that's, no. I would have said that then. If that's the way, I, you think 40 years into my life, you're helping me discover something that I didn't know. So funny.
0: Yeah. Let me re your name yeah. for you. So we're going to leave all the links in the show notes for y'all. And this is absolute gold here. I know we talked a bit about AI. AI is just really is the power behind the concept. The concept is post-early, post-often. And forget being self-conscious about this sort of stuff. You just gotta put yourself out there. Be vulnerable. We'll even link leave links for that Brene Brown book. Dude, that's such for you. a good book. Kind of some, that's
1: you want to talk about oh, like yeah. some healing that'll I happen miss. if you read that thing. I got this one still. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jason Fladlin. <laughs> one to many. That's so funny. <laughs> Dare to leave this personal favorite of mine. <laughs> that might be the opposite of Brene's book. <laughs>
0: It's the anti-Bernie Brown book. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, subscribe and leave a rating wherever you are listening to the show here. We read all of those and they do matter. Help, help more marketers out there understand what we're trying to do here at Perpetual Traffic, which is help scale and grow your business. If you're a real estate agent, this is a must listen. Listen to it again. Like I said, we'll leave all the links over in the show notes at perpetualtraffic.com. Let us know what we can do better. As well, if you feel so inclined, perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. And you can follow me on LinkedIn and Qasem over at Twitter, at Kasim Aslam. Go back and listen to previous episodes. And uh, like I said, we'll leave, pl- I've got a list of links here because there's so many helpful, useful links from today's show. Sunit, thank you so much for coming Thanks. on. On behalf of my awesome co-host, Qasem Aslam. Peace. Until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic...